Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Bishop Michael Curry, thank welcome back to the Madison Show. I really think that was, um, it was just wrong to do. It was wrong. We need, not only from our president, but from all of our leaders at this time, we need moral leadership. We, we even need spiritual leadership from political leaders, um, not to use the, the faith, religion, or the Bible um, for political purposes, but to lift up the teachings of Scripture, um, to help us all um, rise above um, 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 everything that pulls us down and to find how, how we can live together as an American society, how we can make sure that what happened to George Floyd doesn't happen to anybody else again. That was a year ago with uh, my guest, Bishop Michael Curry, who um, is the presiding uh, bishop of Episcopal Church, and, and it was right after the Lafayette Park incident. Um, by the way, uh, the Metropolitan Police Department uh, finally admitted that they did tear gas, those demonstrators at that, uh, at that demonstration. And, and and Bishop Curry, God bless. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be on the Madison Show. I got to tell you, I live I, I, every time I pass the St. Augustine's Church um, here in Washington D.C. Bishop, they've got a cutout of you in the <laughs> in oh, really? the vestibule. Yeah, <laughs> and and I go in. I said, "Is the bishop in there?" And I look in. <laughs> Or, or, oh, yeah. Thank, thanks for coming on. You just, yeah, you just had a a special event memorializing uh, George Floyd and calling on people to take action. I think you had a, a rather clever statement. You said praying with their lips and with their legs. Expound yeah. on that. Yeah, well, you know, again, Joe, thank you for having me on. Let me tell you, um, one of the things about prayer is that we must never be deceived that it is simply a matter of um, being in a conversation with God. It's being in a conversation with God, yes, but a conversation with God that leads us to action. Um, Sometimes that's interior action. Sometimes that's purely spiritual action within ourselves or relationships. Sometimes that's action in the world. Classic example, Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane. What does he do? He gives himself uh, to those who would uh, do him in as an act of solidarity with the way of unselfish, sacrificial love. What does Moses do? He prays on Mount Sinai. He listens to the Lord. He's in conversation. He goes down from the mountain and goes back to Egypt. Go down, Moses, way down in Egypt land and tell old Pharaoh, let my people go. And Moses goes and does something. Um, I actually discovered that or stumbled into it. Um, it it's a sort of a paraphrase of a quote from Frederick Douglass, who said that, you know, for years he prayed to be set free, um, and, and nothing seemed to happen. And then he said he realized that he had to pray not only with his lips, but with his legs. Oh, and when he, did I that, he got and, set free. And, and he ran God away. Doing his part, he had to do his part. Um, right. Dr. King once said, we, in the in the cause of justice, we have cosmic companionship. We must mobilize that cosmic companionship with God, a partnership with God, 
to do the good work of God in the world. So prayer um, that does not lead to action um, is nice, but it's useless. And that's not Michael Curry saying that. Read the epistle to St. James in the New Testament. Um, faith without works is dead. So you would, can, can, I, can I play for you something we play all the time here on the Madison Show? And yeah. it's, and you might have heard it before. Play the Fannie Lou Hamer clip, Daryl. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you can pray until you faint. But if you don't get up and try to do something, God is not going to put it in your lap. And there's no need of running and no need of saying, Honey, I'm not going to get in the mess. Because if you are born in America with a black face, you're born in the mess. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> he was incredible. That's it, isn't it? Oh, that really is it. And that's what real faith is. It's not having it all together. It's not knowing everything. It's, um, I think it was Benjamin Elijah Mays used to say, faith is taking your best step and then leaving the rest to God. The, the, That's what the, so, so, how, so when the, everybody can't be a marcher. Um, no, oh no. Go ahead. No, no. We, we, but, but everybody can be a loving person, no matter what it is they do. That if I, if I march, let me march from a heart of love. Um, if, if, if I'm the kind of person who builds relationships with other people, let me do it from a heart of love. If, if I'm in the corporate boardroom, let me exercise my leadership and authority and power from a heart of love. If I'm a politician, on and on. If I'm a doctor, on and on. Whatever it is, let me do it from a heart of not selfishness. And I don't mean love as a sentiment. I mean it as a commitment, a commitment to seek the good and the welfare and the well-being of others. And everybody can do that. You see what I'm saying? That will lead us to a life of action. It is, it is um, I don't want to say it too harshly, but it is my selfishness that only wants to pray just for myself and not for others. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? You know, and doesn't want to do anything for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Bishop you Curry is, is our guest. Yeah, I follow you. You know, that's something Father Cochran taught me at St. Margaret's and was, I was, I was, he he always talked about compassion, compassion. Yeah. We must have compassion. And that's what I think I hear you saying, Bishop Curry, that, that yeah. whatever you do, do it with a sense of compassion for others. For others, yes. And then we all win. That's the amazing thing about it. We don't lose. We actually win. The way of selfishness of self-centeredness is ultimately self-destructive. The young uh, Derek Chauvin, that trial (laughs) depended heavily on a 17-year-old child Mm -hmm. who who apparently had compassion for George Floyd and took that video. She sure did. And so what you're saying, if she had been selfish and said, I ain't getting in this mess and walked away, Chauvin might have walked free. That's right. That's exactly right. Yes, sir. I mean, that's 
That's the price. And 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 I hope she's doing okay and getting the support she needs because you know dealing with all the media and 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 everything that comes from being in the public sphere, um, it's just part of the territory. That's hard. And and on a young, I guess she's eighteen. She she's eighteen now. now. Yeah, but that's still yeah, young. Yeah, that's young. Yeah. To deal with that. Um, but she did. She she did something sacrifice. She did something loving, compassionate, good. Um, and and you know that that and we are all capable of that. If uh, those of us who are in political leadership would rise to that level, that doesn't mean we would agree on all of the solutions to our problems. But it does mean that we would have a common end or goal in mind, and that is the good and welfare of each other. And that would produce a different kind of politics. Bishop Curry, final question, um, and, and could you talk about how we're now coming out of this uh, uh, coronavirus pandemic and services now in, at the Episcopal Church? Uh, what are you directing uh, the, the, uh, the members to do? Are church services going to be open now? Are people back in the pews? Uh, has there been a decision made? Yeah, what's going on now, and it's uh, by bishop by bishop in each diocese, um, we've asked them, one, to always follow public health, whatever the regulations and guidelines in that particular community, and in that particular, whether it's a state or a local jurisdiction. Um, and, and then, two, for the bishops in each of those dioceses, which is like a, it's like a state, a diocese is like a state, if you will, um, bishops in each of those dioceses to give guidance to their clergy and their congregations on how to reopen. So that I think most of our churches are beginning to reopen at varying levels of speed, depending on the on the regulations in the particular area in which they live. But the church is opening up. The remarkable thing, though, I've got to say, Joe, I've got to say, I mean, I've been talking to 80-year-olds um, who are now online. Because you know what? Some of those 80-year-old sisters and brothers, they go to church, and they're going to find a way to get to church. And if it means mm-hmm. they got to learn how to get online, they learned how to get online. It has actually it's actually been wonderful to see it. They have I mean I've been talking to people in my own family trying to walk them through how to get on um, you know <laughs> Facebook live and, and uh, Zoom and everything and they've gotten it because they're gonna go to church. <laughs> I laugh, I'm laughing because I, I, I have to talk to my four year old granddaughter to <laughs> Yeah, if you're gonna learn. If you're gonna learn, and and the first thing, first thing she says, uh, you got to turn it on. (laughs) But I, you know, I on off. (laughs) Yeah, there's a button says on off. Right. Let me final question for you. Unrelated. I always say final question Uh based on last answer, but unrelated uh, to this. uh, it, it, you know, the, the whole George Floyd uh, situation. And we've been talking about this young tennis star, um, Naomi, Naomi Osaka, Osaka um, and coming out and basically saying, you know, I've got mental health issues. And I don't know if you've had time to uh, observe it, digest it, uh-huh. I just I just like to get your thought about about this and her obligation. The 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 women's tennis association said, "Wait a minute, she has an obligation to the media, to the press." My position mm-hmm. is she has first an obligation to herself and her own mental health. Yeah. I'm just curious, Bishop, 
your position? Well, it's it, it's clear. Mental health and physical health are both matters of health. If she broke her leg, would they be saying, oh, you got to do a press conference before we can set your leg? No. We'd, we'd let her get do the physical, get physical care, the medical care that she needs. Um, and then if she is able, when the doctor says she's able, then let her do it. Mental health is the same, whether it's depression, anxiety, um, our, our minds, our mental health is part of our body. It's a matter of health. What, give that young woman a break. She's a great tennis player, but she, but there's something about crowds. I mean, we all know people who are not just shy, uh, but, are, but, but, but it's too much for them. So why make her do it? Why not show a little compassion and find another way? Um, work with her people to see if there's some way we can do something. Um, show a little human kindness and decency. You see, that's, Joe, that's what I'm getting at. In this society, we must become kind again, good, decent, caring, just. Show some just human kindness. And if she was your daughter, what would you do? You'd show her some kindness. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. We can end right there. Bishop Michael Curry, thank you. I look forward to our next conversation as always. And with you, my brother. God bless you, man. God bless. God bless. Um, wow. I, 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 now, I, that says it. That says it. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And this interesting analogy, when you think about it, if she broke her leg, would they make her hobble up to the, would they make her, well, well, let's back up what you said. The first, the common issue is health. Mental health, physical health. It's all part of our bodies. Yes. Right? Yes. So, you know, how, you know, how insightful. If she broke her leg out there on that tennis court, would they would they first set her leg? Mm-hmm. Or would they make her with a broken leg hobble up to the the media stage and do an interview? Of course they wouldn't. Joe, we've Perfect. seen this before. And the analogy that comes to my mind is football players when they would get dinged, the mental Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the right. shots to the head yeah. where they were. So often, they were hardly taken off the field. They were hardly given time to recover. You would see them kind of stagger, bring them right back. Now, they recognize it, they get an evaluation, and they've got to sit down. They've got a facility right there on the field. But go t- again. Take it one step further. They don't make them go do a news conference. That's exactly right. They don't make them go do it. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, well, he's, he's, they don't, they first, they make, they take care of him. Yeah, yeah. you won't even finish the game. Yeah. They got to take care of you right now. I mean, after the game. Yes. I'm, I'm just saying, right. after the game. After the game. You don't not see, oh, that, no, you're not parade unless you're cleared. Yes. Yeah, so we okay. should not be replaying this with tennis yeah. and taking this long when they've already had to address these issues. Let's go sports. to the one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. That's why I like to get Bishop Curry on. I mean, he's just and just so clear. 
You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.